Welcome to the CTG Nation podcast, episode 28. Bobby's back. What's up? From, uh, quote, a leadership course. <laughs> from Gross. the Army. Yeah. Was it even... Leadership-ish? Did, did, yeah, did you no. learn anything? All no. I saw was like the punching bag in the back, or the dummy, the punching dummy. Oh, don't even get me started on that. Yeah, I didn't learn shit from the actual course. Mm. I take that back. I learned shit that doesn't involve what I do or will do as a leadership role, but you learn more from the experiences of everybody else that's in your class, should I right. say. Okay. But I mean, it was a full fucking month, man. Yeah. In Cali. It was. It was trash. But where exactly was it in Cali? I would, I would tell you the name, but I'm going to fucking butcher it. But everybody calls it slow. SLO is like San Luis mm. Abisbo. Abisbo? Something mm. like that. I fucking butcher it. What's it close so, to? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Sweet. It's literally on the coast, and there's nothing else. Yeah, it's there. like when I went to when I went to. Uh, it's a college town, actually. Like you got like Cal, Cal Poly's right there. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, Cal Poly's like what, aren't they like the MIT of the West or something? I have no idea. Apparently, it's a school to go to. Yeah. Other than that, I couldn't tell you. But it's actually nestled in like this little, nice little pocket of conservative hmm. people in California. Interesting. Yeah, it's cattle and beaches. Super interesting. Yeah. Huh. It's actually not a bad place. Food's trash. It's still five dollars a gallon for gas. Yeah, gross. Um, and everything else is fucking expensive. Yeah. And the already, actual base itself, camp, whatever the fuck you want to call it, is total trash. Uh, Which yeah. coming from South Carolina Guard, like that's that's saying something. That's saying something. What I was wondering why they sent you all the way to California. There's no fucking leaderships leadership courses. Well, it's or all so Or is it all consolidated and it just happens to be in Cali? Well the guard the guard kinda operates different. So you have active duty courses. So SLC you have active duty like everything up from whatever the fuck they call it now, BLC, ALC, and SLC, like, they're all broken up. Most of the time, it's between active duty. So what is that, like, basic leadership course and so, advanced? And yeah, so you have basic, advanced, and senior. Okay. And then you have MLC once you try to get your first sergeant or your E8. <clears throat> so it's really just a check in the box. It really is a straight check in the box. And a you hard do check. a lot of the same shit in SLC that you do in ALC. Yeah. Um, right. But it's all, you go to one specifically for your, your MOS. Mm. Luckily for me, I got two MOSs to choose from that I can go to. So this one was four weeks because I went back to MP stuff. Or I could have went to six weeks in Winterwood to the active duty Kim one that was six weeks. Gross. So. I was like, yeah, I'll just shave off two weeks. There's also no days off, so I probably should have just went to six weeks. And didn't really matter. Yeah, so I didn't get to do really much of anything while I was there. Yeah, you didn't have uh, all the like the fun pictures and stuff like Alaska. <sighs> no, no, there was no fun to be had <laughs> while I was there. Yeah, I didn't really have fun when I went to California, but I was in Barstow. But I was busy. Like I, I stayed busy in the core, so. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't want to. You got to. If I didn't want to really do the bare minimum, and then toward like 
halfway in, I was like, man, fuck this. <laughs> but yeah. it's, well, no, I, it kept me busy. Yeah. So, but yeah, there was there was no fun to be had. So you don't feel like a better leader now? Um, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not at all. I mean, usually by the time you've done anything for ten years. You're kind of middle of the ranks in a special kind of. Uh, I mean, of with unit. me, like what else are you gonna like? You're already. Well, for me, it's different because we don't have. But I mean, standard. leadership and performance, like. Yeah. You're you're, you're you are what you are by yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, I don't have, with what I do now, I don't have standard. We don't have standard squad leader, platoon sergeant positions. It's a little different. Yeah. And like er, that whole thing's like kind of evolved around like you starting to become a platoon sergeant and. I mean, you're in the guard, so half of these dudes have been in for a long time with this school that I went to. Like, I mean, there are some dudes in there who's been in for a long time. Yeah. And, uh, like, you learn a lot from them, from their experience. And, you know, I, of course, I, I, I can't say I didn't learn absolutely nothing. I mean, I jotted some notes down. Right. When some guys talk that you, you just learn, you know, the But it was more like, like learning from the war stories. Well, learning from war stories or you learn little hidden secrets about the army that that you can take and bring back and talk to other people about like oh shit I didn't know about that at all let's yeah let's look into that cuz you've got guardsmen that are from across the country yeah yeah so like, hey we did this this worked yeah our unit did this or I did this overseas or I do this in my state did you know the army can let you do this blah 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 and then you just you're like oh shit I never heard about that I knew that was a thing yeah so you know you know you jot down some notes learn about some stuff and you bring it back and that's really, honestly, that's really what that course was for. It you, The classes they give you or the classes you taught or stuff that you know already as whatever your MOS is. Right. And then we were thrown into an exercise, like a command post exercise, where you learn your staff functions. But it was, they didn't even teach them to you. you they just do you into, like, all right, figure it out. Like, today you're going to be the battle captain or today you're going to be a platoon supply sergeant. Just figure it out. And that's basically what we did for about a week. Damn. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... The course could have been a little bit better, but uh, overall, I mean, it's a check in the box. Yeah. As horrible as that sounds, like, especially going to something like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, supposed I to mean, learn to become a leader, but I you mean, don't... With the... It's a military school. Like, that's how some schools are in the military. They're just... Right. I mean, I mean, every branch has that... Um, like in the Marine Corps, the big the big two is like, oh, have you been to Corporal's course yet, or have you been to Sergeant courses yet, the Sergeant yeah. course yet, and uh, those are kind of the big two you you always heard of, and then anything above that, like you just kind of hear about it, and, and neither one of us, if even if I had stayed in, like we're not to above the staff level, like Gunny or E seven or, or or Sergeant first class and up on the enlisted side, like. None of our people are really there yet either because we're just, I mean, we're only 30. Um, that's interesting. So that's, um, we're just going to touch on that just just quickly because I know it wasn't really a sexy course. Um, no. And then while you were gone, me and, me and Brewer were tossing around the idea of kind of a leadership series since that's kind of been... Um, you know, we had some very good success with the uh, the two-part series we had on masculinity. I mean, that one was 
three hours and 40 minutes with John. I mean, that was a... Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, like we had to like pause and people went to the bathroom, get more drinks. <laughs> like it was... Uh, but it's still in the top... Both of those are in the top three. And then, you know, when you have a joint one like we do with Valkyrie, those always kind of do the best also. But yeah, we're, we're definitely thinking about doing a leadership series. And then within that, comparing... Comparing and contrasting um, military leadership with first responder leadership and what you can kind of do in one and not the other. And one can be a little rougher because, like, I've always described, like, from a training perspective, like, what I would, what I would teach. Um, so, I, I mean, I've instructed in the military um, informally in law enforcement and also formally in um, security and then with those they're I, I, I would like dumb it down to okay all three of these are they're in the same arena but one's higher one's more high risk one's you know you know what I mean like you gotta tread softer the security when you're in law enforcement it's you can go a little higher it's almost like the force continuum um, so I kind of how aggressive or what you can and cannot do as a leader I think can differ from the first responder world to the military world as a whole yeah I mean I think to to put them together there's not there is things that are very common between the two of them but there's also things that are very different right just because like I think it's the like I kind of make it sound like it's the same game you just got to kind of play it a little different. Well, the, the big thing about being in a leadership role in the military, too, is you're also, you have to act almost like a father figure to a lot of your subordinates where in first responder world, you don't. You don't have... Yeah. You don't have to worry about, like, what this dude's doing with his money and what this dude's, you know... Make sure he has a family care plan and stupid, you know, yeah. shit that the army makes you do, and you ex you actually have to be be like this kid's father, like this grown kid's father, and basically baby him and teach yeah. him teach him life skills. Where yeah, that's definitely less common as in first response. Well, it might be first responder world. You're showing up, and the biggest thing you're doing is training them for the job. Yeah, well, I think from the hip, I think the fire service would probably be the closest. Since you can do it so much younger, and you're and you're living, and, yeah, <laughs> you're yes, essentially yeah. living with somebody right, for right, right, right. twenty four like, to forty eight yeah. hours or whatever. Like law enforcement, are. like you got to be over a certain age. Like almost, you know, if you don't have a college degree nowadays, I mean, there's it's very yeah. less likely to be getting hired. But then, like in the fire service, which I never served in, just from my outside perspective of you know everybody that we know. Mm -hmm. th that's still in now, and then your short time um, in the serve in the fire service. I mean, you're well. I guess too, like you can with any of those fields. Like m the the biggest common thing would probably be a mentorship. Like mm -hmm. especially with younger guys, like such as the fire service. You know, being let's say you're hired as an 18 year old kid. Yeah. So you know, depending on where you work and how long the academy is, you know, you get hired at 18, next thing you know, you're you're still 19, but, you know, you, you spend a year training, you get up, you're 19 years old, doing a pretty pretty significant job. 
and you're still very young, wet behind the ears, and you're looking like your captain or your engineer or whoever it is, even your other firefighter are there to be to be a mentor right. to you and be like, hey, man, uh, you know, you're just learning through things. Like, you spend a lot of time with people, so you talk about God knows what. Yeah. What did you do this weekend? Oh, I did this. Well, that was kind of dumb, don't you think? Yeah. You have a little bit more campfire talk at the firehouse than you do probably on shift as a cop. So that's just me speculating, honestly. But I mean, yeah, a little bit just because of the time frame and you're fucking living together and stuff. Because, I mean, there's there's certain days... And I've even noticed on different shifts and different and different leadership from like the sergeants and the corporals of like how tight that uh, that camaraderie is. Um, you know, do you have people? Are they all local boys? Are there any females on shift? Are there? There's lots of different things to fucking dance around, and it's you know obviously just in twelve hour shifts. It's not like we're because I mean that's how think that's kind of a big difference in first response is law enforcement were so um i don't know i've I've always thought it's interesting where you know an ems unit or a firehouse like you're not patrolling for fires but i'm patrolling for a crime yeah and ems isn't patrolling like they literally you know sit on base until they're called. We're us, like we're we're constantly moving, or at least should be. But that's kind of, that's kind of the joke right now, where people are not doing that as much. And you're sitting in parking lots, you're acting scared. But I mean, people are still getting murked in parking lots too. So yeah, <laughs> so you might as well be on the move, fucking patrolling and doing your job, or be in a group and fucking, you know spitball ideas and like hey what do you think about this yesterday and like we had one of those this morning where it's like hey like if we have to deal with x y and z or this certain person today like what what are we going to do what are we going to do do different from yesterday and that can be even talking to the dude or gal all the way down to hey like next time we go there we're going to kind of treat it as a hot call and we're going to come in from different i mean it's more tactical but yeah I guess that leads in. I mean, that's a you think about it. Just what you talked about there is a is a hit on leadership. Shift wise, like hey, you know, you have a decent enough shift that where you actually do that. Yeah. Because I'm sure there are plenty of shifts at plenty of departments that don't ever do that. Yes. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, I mean, I've been places where I've worked harder on my overtime days with another shift. Um, I've been on shifts where like everybody kind of just they completely stay spread out the whole time um and and i mean there was one day i was working over overtime uh here at my new sheriff's office since i've been here and there was only i think there was a floating a floating supervisor so they would jump between the regions and then uh i had one other guy in my region and i never saw that motherfucker all day where when I'm with my shift, I mean I do see I do see him. Yeah. But my partner now is also the person that trained me, so I lean towards with a, with a couple of exceptions, of course, but <clears throat> I lean towards what he taught me and where to be, where to sit, where the call volume is. So 
but yeah, so look for that down the line. Um, we're, we're still kind of spitballing that and like, I have all kind of ideas on leadership and outlines and I even have old classes. I know you do, I know Brewer does, I know, well I know everybody at Valkyrie does because they're all, um, you know, Thomas was 82nd, Corey was here the other day uh, while you were still gone and he's, he, he's in a full-time spot with a guard doing med stuff. Um, so it's all like super different because he's, you know, example, Corey, he's in one of those positions um, where he gets all the misfits because he was a misfit himself. He stands up for his boys. You know, he even got knocked down in rank pretty recently, but I like got it back within six months. Right, you know, I don't really know how that probationary period kind of <laughs> is dealt with in the National Guard when you get fucking bumped down, but... Uh, it's just time and grade. It, yeah, <laughs> so... You get I mean, shit back. He got it back in, in, instantly, basically. <clears throat> so, we'll look for that down the line. Um, now, the, the rest of this episode is going to be more... Uh, I mean, we had a really fun episode before you left about... Uh, it was just all current events, and we went through, like... I know sometimes I post my notes so y'all can see these... <clears throat> but it was like 15 things and and we rattled through them so we're going to go through some of those talk about some of these are going to be a little bit old because I was like wanted to, wanted to save them for when Bobby got back <clears throat> um, so you get a little bit more of a rowdier uh, view on that and we're recording on Sunday and I work this weekend so today's kind of my, uh, my Friday so uh, both of us got home and started drinking immediately so the rest of this should be funner than, uh, or more fun than uh, a leadership series. <laughs> but yeah. so, yeah, the I first, the, for that. yeah. Um, so the first one, apparently, uh, Washington D.C. can't afford to uh, pay all the guardsmen that they requested. Yeah. So, all the guys yes. that were sleeping on the floors and stuff, and. Sleeping in parking garages, and you got three hundred soldiers sharing one bathroom, and so, so man, so being an MP, you know, that's one of our one of our roles is you know, riot control stuff. Um, even though that's now been pushed out to a lot of infantry dudes in the guard. Well, and that program has been pushed out to a lot of civilian law enforcement. Mm-hmm. So. Being in that, being in the class, the the good thing was I heard a lot of stories about kind of the you know going to the capital and working working up there. So you had guys that went in your class. Damn near everybody. Holy shit. There, I mean, okay. pretty much everybody except for the handful of guys who were like AGR guys who mm -hmm. had some random job where it didn't involve them being in an M day line unit. Right. Um, so yeah, a lot of dudes got pushed out there and spent. Spent quite some time there too, but with that being said, man, like, had they gotten paid and like they just owed the National Guard? Like so the National Guard made sure they paid the boys. That's the thing. That's and it's well, like kind of like a loan. The way payment. so the guard, man, the guard pays. Basically, you get called up, and you're you're essentially put on state active duty, sad mm -hmm. duty. There's a couple different other ways you can be put put on orders. It gets it gets weird in the guard. Um. Or the guard's also good for putting you on. They'll burn up your two weeks of 
annual training orders. They're like, oh, you're going to be on Saturday for two weeks. We'll go ahead and just spend the money we had set aside for annual training this year. Yeah. I mean, even before all this crazy shit happened, I can't tell you how many times, like, even going, even going before annual training, they would ask, like, oh, well, who doesn't, who's got school? And they need to go to school. And if you had school, they'd be like, cool, well, you're not going to go to annual training because we're trying to save money. Because we don't have, really have the money to send you to annual training. School like college. Yeah. 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 Or, I mean, if there was kind of a good, valid excuse for you not to go to annual training, they'd be like, cool, you don't need to go. Yeah. Because. Well, for us, they would, fuck. like, see who, uh, like, we, <laughs> there's a lot of kids that, I mean, it fluctuated when I was there, but since we're in Charleston, we get, I have a lot of people from the Citadel. And I was like, hey, like, I got to skip this because of finals. I'm doing this. I, you know, I'm trying out for summer on guard. Like, and they would they would work around that. Because for us, we had usually, I mean, pre-COVID in the Marine Corps Reserve, you had, now not all of them were, well, hardly any of them were fun. I mean, you were basically just going to Lejeune in a warehouse or California in a warehouse. Um, a couple of you got to go to Okinawa, but you were still warehouse because that's what it was. I was fucking supply, but there was like ten options, so you would still go as long as you weren't well in class. So or during the school year. Back to like the point I was trying to make of you know the guard doesn't always have a lot of money anyway, mm-hmm. and honestly, it, it, in every state's different as well. Every state's guards made up different. They have different types of units because it's like federalized but not like it's weird yeah it's i mean it's yeah and then like you know each it's state like federal is federally more, like supplemented yeah and then you have some states that are more combat oriented than some states that have nothing more than a whole bunch of fucking support guys yeah or it's like all engineers or something and all the money's divvied <clears throat> up to certain states i mean hell i've seen states that deploy a metric fuck ton of people all over the place i.e south carolina get nowhere near as much money as some states that maybe don't even deploy um, mm. as much. And it, it's weird. I don't know what goes into that. I've never sat, obviously I've never sat on a committee where, our forces committee where fucking budgets are made. It, yeah, it's well, just I mean, that's, divvied that's up. big boy shit. Um, and even my unit's budget is different than the rest of the state's budget mm-hmm. because of the job that we do. Because the, the yours is even like, I would say it's even more supplemented by the Fed. They got a fucking ass of money. Yeah. (laughs) But, so anyway, so you you call these guys, you call all these states up and they're burning through, they're burning through the money they have allocated for their everyday operations. Yep. To pay for all these guys to go and do said mission. And knowing, like, part of the agreement is the government for that is paying them back. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit different when it's inside of the state but that's also where it comes to declaring state of emergencies and all that shit when you get yeah. federal funding pulled yeah. in yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that nonsense but now you're looking at having even back in when the shit first kicked off they knew months and months and months ago that it was going to roughly cost about 500 million dollars like I think in like February they knew that it was going to co- like everybody going over there and being deployed for however fucking long they were going to be in D.C. roughly going to cost like $5 million. I think that's what it ended up being. Like somewhere around the $5 million plus mark is what the federal government owned all of these different states. 
So did they already, I guess they already had that stuff projected. Did they have that projected before, um, before like the capital takeover or whatever they wanted to call it? I don't think so. I think, well, you know, after all that was when the numbers started, they were requesting more and more troops to come. So I don't think any of that was projected. I know one of the articles, like the, one of the earlier articles I've seen was back in like early February when they were expecting like this $500 million deficit to their budget. So now you're looking at states who spent, I mean, I know the South Carolina themselves sent a lot of guys up there. And so now you have a dwindled fund waiting on a reimbursement. So now you can't train your guys. You can't send them to AT. You can't send them to drill. Mm -hmm. Or you can do it, but how are you supposed to to pay to feed them or all right well now everybody for drill or AT is getting fucking MREs so now you're burning through however many boxes of MREs so that's still money you're burning so because it, of that there's a whole wrench in the plan for so everything because of that they front loaded they front loaded their finances and now you don't have anything left now you don't have anything left I mean look we don't in the guard you don't get that much fucking training to begin with right and now you're taking away even further from that and then expecting these guys so I mean for example all these young kids who are MPs in some MP line unit who have honestly just really they don't have enough training for law enforcement on the civilian side or to even supplement some form of law enforcement in the civilian world so you're taking away from all this training but then again, you want to send these kids out into the real world to help supplement law enforcement officers try to do a job in like a crazy ass fucking time where there's riots and shit all the time. Um, I mean, one of the articles I even read, it was an army general saying, like, look, like, I got it. It's the role of the guard. But law enforcement should be done by law enforcement. Now, you can agree with that or not agree with it. I clearly see both sides of it, but it's, it's costing it's costing these states a lot of fucking money to do all this. And you, we sent, I mean, obviously it cost five hundred million dollars to send all these different units to DC, and they stayed in DC on some bullshit for a long fucking time. Yeah. So now you've just done nothing. Yeah, there's people that um, it does nothing but harm the guard because now they're dragging their feet on reimbursement, and. You know, we're coming up to the, you know, the fiscal year. You know how they always, God the damn, they have a metric fuck ton of budget committees throughout the year yeah. that only budget out, like, the next, what, like, three months or some shit, or, like, yeah. a quarter, maybe four months or something. Yeah, because, like, the last, I would say, man, I don't know, because I'm thinking, like, there's the military... <laughs> There's the military side of my mind thinking one thing and the, and the civilian law enforcement thinking another. But, I mean, we have been busting budgets for a while. And especially this last year, I mean, beginning of COVID, I think L.A. County, they have like a – I don't have this in front of me. This is just what I remember. But they had like a splash fund or a slush fund for, um, for overtime, for whatever that – Re whatever the reason for overtime might mm -hmm. be 
and they blew through it in the first quarter of 2020. It's going to, so on the same basis of civilian law enforcement, it's, and it's the same way with civilian any anything. I mean, for example, is different, but the collapse building down in Florida, right? Look how much search and rescue operations and different assets you need to pool for that, right? So you have all this money set up just for, let's say that county, for example, the county that it happened in. Was it Miami? So Miami-Dade, probably, whatever it is. I guess. I don't know. I didn't really look at where exactly it was. Um, So that county probably burned up a huge chunk of its budget trying to get other people in, unless other counties were like, well, we'll pay our own people for the overtime, no matter if they're coming over there and work. Right. Or then, you know, once you declare a state of emergency or whatever, then to try to get some federal funds in. But even then, until you get those funds, which I've seen it happen too, you're sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting yeah. on federal funds. I know during the flood that happened here was a was a big example of that. Like, dudes ruining a whole metric fuck ton of PPE. And you don't have money to buy more. And then you're waiting on federal money to be able to go out and buy the PPE that you now need that you burnt through. Right. I mean, it's... Yeah, we've been running into stuff over the last couple of years where you can't budget for it. Yeah. And especially now, I mean, fuck, I can only imagine the metric fuck ton of non, well, less than lethal ammo that was probably used during all this crazy shit. Yeah. I know some places that stocked up. Like, how are, you, you can't budget for that. And then, how are, like... I don't see many, many politicians going to be like, oh, y'all went over y'all's budget? Well, why'd you go over? Oh, it was all the non-lethal. It was all the fucking gas you used on all the crowds. Yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll try to increase your budget. Some will. Probably conservatives. Oh, you, y'all need more? Yeah. Take it. Democrats yeah. on the other side. Nah, fuck that. We don't want y'all using it anyway. Yeah. So. Well, a lot of places... A lot of um, di- a lot of jurisdictions that are uh, democratic democratically ran, um, they they are they got those funds back. Yeah, they they already got it back. So I, I can only imagine the shit that I I would imagine we're going to get a chunk of that money back for the guard. Because I mean, South Carolina didn't even send a lot of people though. We sent a good bit. Yeah? Yeah. Um, now, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the exact number, but I mean, I'm sure it still burned up a huge chunk of our budget that we really didn't need to spend in the first place. Yeah. And then, with just like everything else has been happening recently, like fucking politicians want to get all up in the fucking military's business. Well, so, Lord only knows the shit, you know, next thing you know, they might be, oh, we're not going to repay the states. The states should have sent them anyway. It was the capital. Or some stupid shit. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm all just speculating here, but nothing su- fucking surprises me anymore. All right, so next, what do you think of the... Uh I feel like it, it, it's exactly like 
what happened with Obama wanting to pull out of Iraq too fast. Now we're pulling out of Afghanistan too fast. So, and today is 11 July. Last I saw, like, Taliban's already controlling half the country of Afghanistan. Well, it's the same thing that happened in Iraq. I mean, we were... Fucking cots were still warm. And fucking ISIS moved in in that power vacuum. And yep. I mean, it's, it's the same thing. It's going to happen. I mean, it's, it's that part of the world. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I don't have any ties there. Um, I never went there. I know a lot of people that did that have mixed feelings about it. Um, I think you kind of get, I think for those guys that have, you know, f- that are kind of mad that we are leaving, is they, they went there for a reason, or maybe they feel like they didn't go there for a reason, but maybe they lost a friend or something else, or they actually felt like they were helping. And at some point of being there, they had a stake in it. And they know that it, if any part of that region ever survives, which it really doesn't per se, is you got to stay there and you got to keep you got to keep doing the humanitarian bullshit that the U.S. is known to do. And that's the only way to ever try to get those people to be able to stand up on their own. And I think, like, one of the biggest articles I've seen now is them, the U.S., like, not really giving two fucks about a lot of the civilians or, or guys that use, were interpreters. Yeah, I've, I've seen a mix where, like... And those that- dudes are getting fucked up now because... Everybody knows who the fuck you are. They're going to know you're a goddamn interpreter. You're going to figure it out. Yeah. So you've left like, these kids over there, and now they're just going to get fucking yeeted. Yeah. When we could have helped. Like, we asked them to come do a job for us. They did a like, job. It should have already been taken care of, and now they're, they're starting to backpedal. It's like, okay, well, you're only going to get... I mean, let's dumb it down. I mean, if Taliban's controlling half the country, and I know there's probably more interpreters in certain areas than others, but, like... Just keep it simple and say 50-50. Like, you're only going to get half the ones that you said you were going to fucking help. Now, there's some... Now, I don't... Not to say that everybody that wanted to be an interpreter, everybody that wanted to help the United States, wanted to leave. They're like, oh, this is my ticket to America. That might have been some of them, but it's not going to be all... Some of them are going to be like, nah, man, I'm fucking staying. Well, So I, I don't know how many of them are thinking like that or how many of them are like... Hey, I helped you get my family. Well, out I could of imagine here. that you also a lot of those people probably whether it was just fucking getting paid for money. Yep. Or they actually give and two we fucks. Were, and we were throwing cash. Or they actually give two countries. fucks about outing the Taliban or whoever the fuck it was because they act for whatever reason, you know, they they cared. They love the place they live. They want to continue to live there and watch it flourish. So, yeah, they did want to stay. Like, it doesn't matter if we're leaving or not. They want to stay. Um, but, I don't know. We we stood up a country, and it's the same thing that happened in Iraq. We helped try to set up and, and stand up a new government, build all this shit and spend all this money and infrastructure there and everything else, and then we leave it. Um, I see both sides of it. Like, people, you can only help so much before people got to start helping them fucking selves. Yeah. 
And well, and we've been there for 20 years. We've been there for fucking 20 years. Yeah. So at what point is it like enough is enough? Like, we don't need to be over there fucking anymore. It's, I think for me, I can't really say too much about it because I haven't been there. Um, clearly, you hate to see a service member go over there and get fucking killed. I mean, that's, yeah, like what was that's, that? What was that sacrifice for? Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's and how many more generations? Like it's been twenty fucking years. So how many more generations, or how many more kids I, are going to go? I think we like. At what point do do we stop? So I think some stuff that America does, the we we are overconfident of past successes. Um, you know, like early twentieth century, like end of World War One and then World War Two, and then how we rebuilt. I mean, I'm going I'm going fucking deep here, guys. So how we rebuilt Germany with the Marshall Plan basically did the same thing for Japan. Um, both of those countries now are absolute powerhouses, but it's debatable that both of those regions always have anyway. It's just now, because of globalization, we're all fucking connected. But um, with, both of those, with the, both of those places, if you serve, <laughs> not all the time, but if you serve 20 years, you're going to go to Germany once, you're going to go to Japan once, and probably Korea. Like, if you're an active duty yeah. service member, if you don't go to one of those three, like, on a, like, you get stationed at one of those places, like, that's kind of rare, rare, you know? I mean, you're going to be familiar with one of those three. I mean, you know, we bombed the shit out of both of them, and we still have bases in both of them to this day. I mean... Clearly, we have. So we it's like we do. Have, it's like we've been doing like half of that plan with the Middle East, but then we haven't been doing the full thing. Well, I think a lot of that too has to is the time in which we got involved in that, and then to the extent, like, I mean, we still have Japan for the most part under our thumb. Like we're they're flooded with U.S. service members. They only have their defense force. They're clearly getting bigger. I mean, they yeah, pretty, yeah, their defense force has been growing. Yeah, yeah, but we fucked them up. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we fucking used the. Bum. I mean, the bum. Yeah, we yeah, made a lot of glass over there. Um, and then you know Germany, we fucked up too. But all, I mean, those are two areas of the world that have always excelled in certain areas. Like Germany, for example. Yeah. I mean, they've always been cutting edge in technology and science. Yeah. I mean, Japan. Well, so is Japan. I, I mean, know. yeah, you I can mean, say the same thing about Japan. Like, those areas, were, they were flourishing on their own very well. Yeah, that's why and, they wanted to take everything over because they were fucking busting yeah. ass. Um, but I mean, that Middle Eastern region we're in now, did it flourish at one point in time? Yes, but it's always been very volatile at the same time there's yeah. always been whether it's you know religious 
oil. religious or some other conqueror or yeah you know. something like it's always been changing hands it's always been in turmoil it's always in you know there's however many fucking tribes that hate each other yeah and it's a whole simpler less civilized part of the world and we're trying to ask them to do something that I don't think they necessarily want to do or they give two fucks about doing if you just want to live out your life peace and quiet grow some fucking crops and herd some goddamn sheep like yeah, sheep goat whatever you don't fucking care about anything yeah you don't care about technology you don't care about any of that shit you just want to live your life and we're asking them to do a lot and we're creating constant power vacuums all the time well, I don't like, uh, you know, announcing what fucking day you're going to fucking leave. Like, I, I want to, like, uh, you know, Bush kind of put, started putting out dates out there towards the end. Obama did it. Um, now President Biden's doing it. He's like, everybody's going to be out. But, you know, it's like. Yeah, I mean, you are kind of like. August 30th or whatever. It's, it's fucking like, stupid. It's like, hey, just hold your. Hold that nut till September. September 1st, bulls on parade. Like I fucking, I can't remember what the article was. There was an article, and I I can't remember what the fuck it was or what we left behind. But it was something about, we, like, literally just fucking, it was straight up, like, Vietnam status. Like, fucking throwing goddamn Hueys off the side of ships and shit. Like, we got the fuck out of there. And it's the same thing we did in Iraq, too. We just left a bunch of shit. You just leave it. Leave it right where the fuck it's sitting. Like, don't touch it. Just leave it. Somebody else will come fucking You're either leaving it, it or it's, like, in the burn pits that just fucking... And, like, we're straight up just fucking dipsetting and getting the fuck out of there. And, apparently, we didn't learn from fucking Iraq and, and the same thing's happening again. I mean, clearly, you're never going to be able to pull out without these people not knowing. Um, uh, yeah. So, but you could do probably a little bit better job of pulling people out and not really discussing it. The next thing you know, we're not there. Right. Or however you want to do it. I don't know. I'm not a fucking four-star general somewhere sitting at the fucking Pentagon. I don't know. But I feel like there's a better way, and it's just some turn to shit again. Because I, I, what, I've already saw where... Some of the Afghan armies already fled Afghanistan. Yeah, some um, of them, some of them fled in the north to uh, Tajikistan, I believe. Uh, they're fleeing. They're just fleeing everywhere they can go. And I'm just, yeah, and then Pakistan said they're like, no, we're not taking any refugees. Like you're gonna have some. I was like, oh, Pakistan, that's convenient. You're not gonna take yeah, any, any refugees, but you're gonna fucking yeah hide Osama for yeah, fucking bastards forever. I mean, it's sweet. You gotta think about it. You're some shithole third world country fucking soldier the only way you're allowed that you're did you even remotely get to a point where you can fucking kill a motherfucker or stay alive is because the u.s is there and you know it or you believe that and you don't believe in yourself so the minute we're gone you're like fuck this fam i'm out yeah we can't do this there's no fucking way we can do it they don't believe in themselves and they get the fuck out of there yeah well and over there they're fighting a lot of um 
it's not all tied around a religion, but like it's all tied around some combination of ideology. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how Germany and Japan happened too, but theirs was, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Neither neither one of those were very religious. Um, I'll, I'll think of that word like in the middle of the night that I'm trying to think of. It's, well, too, I mean, not only do you have whatever you want to, you know, there's religion, there's whatever ideology it is, but you also have all these foreign countries that hate us just as much as fucking the numerous other countries that do that feed foreign fighters into the region and do the same shit. I mean, for example, in Iraq, they've been getting... They've been having fucking drone strikes against U.S. troops, and they've basically chased it back to to Syria. Um, so not only are you fighting the local population of whoever the fuck it is in Iraq, which probably not even many of them are from Iraq anymore, you have these foreign fighters feeding in and doing the same shit in Iraq. And it's the same thing that's going to happen. Same thing when ISIS moved into Afghanistan. The same shit's going to happen. Whether it's people, this local Taliban from Afghanistan that's made it 20 years without getting fucking smoked. And then the plethora of foreign fighters pouring into the region as well. So, I don't know. I don't really have a personal stake in it. Um, unless this shit goes crazy again and we start going back over there hot and heavy. Yeah. So secular was the word I was looking oh, okay. for there. Yeah, that that's pretty common over in the Middle East because you have secular leadership and you have religious leadership. Um, so that pretty much means having no religious or spiritual basis. So that Sometimes when you have a secular leader, sometimes that's when, uh, well, I mean, during the Cold War, that's why people paired up with Russia, because it's, you know, communism supposed to be non-religious and all that. Um, or they just fucking lie and use religion when they're really not. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so, I don't know, I mean, I'm not... Um, Surprised, but what's been going on with the Afghan strategy? But just it's just, just disappointed again. I mean, like like we said, like neither one of us has been there or lost anybody there. But um, it's all a really good political cartoon, and it was uh, the back of two gentlemen. You could tell that one was a little older than the other. And on the back of their jackets, there was one that said Vietnam vet, and there was another one that said. Afghan vet and the Afghan vets like watching TV and they put some depiction of the Taliban taking mm -hmm. over Afghanistan or whatever and uh, and like the the Vietnam vet is like like yeah man I know how you feel or uh, something along those well, I lines mean, yeah. like well it's exactly it's essentially the same shit yeah I mean what it was Tet Offensive right yeah I mean when they finally pushed back and took yeah. kind of took everything back over um that was the you're essentially fighting kind of a I wouldn't say the same enemy because there's 
clear, you know, obvious differences. But you know, places like that is hard to it's hard to withdraw and anything work like it's supposed to. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it unfolds or what we try to do as a country once this shit show unfolds. Yeah. I don't know because um, I mean they've always been they've always been a hotbed. Um, I shared on our Instagram where it's just been the graveyard of empires. Yeah. Forever. Because I, mean, I mean it's such it's such hard it's such hard terrain along with at this point everybody's so mixed up there. I mean there's there are blue eyed blonde haired Afghanis because of the mix of people that have been there. Um, you know, from Genghis Khan sweeping through, from Alexander the Great sweeping through, from the West, um, all the Russians, then us. It's just like, they've been just fucking fighting forever. They're just like, all right, cool. Like, who's... Yeah, I mean, like I said, who, it's... Who's next? Just fucking wait it out. We're going to fight in the mountains again. And that's the it's thing. some so, of the hardest terrain on the planet. So what is it? Do we... Do we stay there? We keep doing what we're doing, continuing all these coin operations that we're running, or do we just do what we're doing right now and saying "fuck it, give it back"? I mean, I mean, you could look at it too. I mean, I've seen it. Some people are like, as soon as we fucking, as soon as we gave fucking Osama a third butthole in his face. We should have pulled out then. Like, that should have been it. Yeah. Now well, we're done. Yeah. We got the fucker. Yeah, and I mean, that's why out. we... Um, I mean, that's ultimately why we went. So, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, so... It's one of those things. I, I, I don't really have a personal take in it and don't know where this shit holds going. Yeah, I just don't like, like, what we've been seeing. It's just the waste of American lives and money. Yep. For for what? Yep. It's definitely, and then when you really think about it, of when, how long ago it kicked it, like, it's been 20 fucking years. It's, it's crazy. Because we were in there first before the invasion of Iraq, like it's... 20 fucking years. And we've, that's 20 years of my life that I've grown up in it. Yeah, like we just everybody knows what you're talking about. If you kind of drop like an Afghanistan reference, or yeah, except maybe these newer little stupid ass kids, but yeah, oh man, shit, I'm not done. It's hard to keep all those people informed. Um, so how about uh the ongoing cyber attacks? Let's go a little bit more. It's like domestic and international. Um, it's all coming out of the old Soviet bloc. Yeah. Because they all kind of do goon shit for the Russians. Even if it's fucking... Um, okay. The, the president gave them a list of, what was it, 15 or 16 places? They're like, these are off limits. Okay, so you, you give just me 15 gave them, places you want me to hit, you... Right. Fuck. Yeah. Like, you just gave <laughs> them, like, a clear list. It's like, that's what we're going to do right there. Either he said that completely fucking wrong. Highly likely. 
or they really did that shit. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know what to fucking think anymore. Um, because here recently, if it's fucking sounds stupid, we've done it. Yeah. We didn't do the smart thing. We done the dumb shit thing. So, man, so that's gonna be that's. Just, look, it's 2021. Everything is fucking ran by computers, and that shit's gonna continue to happen. And they know that the shit's gonna work. It creates mass chaos like it did here on the East Coast when that pipeline yep. got hit. Yep. Didn't have a gas shortage, but every neck was, beard, redneck, inbred around here had to go run to the gas station because the fucking world was going to end. That shit was crazy. And they didn't have enough fucking gas. Filling up plastic bags of yeah. gasoline. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Make sure you get Then the- you created a fucking gas shortage. Right. And that's ex- that worked. Even if those cyber attackers whatever the fuck you want to call them didn't get money they still won they right. still accomplished what they were trying to accomplish they didn't give a fuck about the money yeah didn't give two shits well I mean it's getting to the point now where people are being able to do this to the United States like we've been doing for uh, like what we've been doing to Iran and uh, in North Korea you know just send them a fucking computer bug Oh, to hack their nuclear programs and shit. Right, right. It fucks them up or whatever. But, I mean, for us, like, man, just send is just the power grid. Power grid in any state. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's not hard. So, obviously, because I wish I was, because I'd probably be rich as fuck, if I was in the cybersecurity, that'd be the field to be in right now. Um... I don't know what... I mean, dude, I heard, but it's almost like... <laughs> I heard, like, uh, like cybersecurity is, like... Well, I mean, it's just like regular security or in law enforcement. It's never-ending. Oh, of course not. Well, you figure something ending. out. Somebody's going to figure something else out, and you keep going. Yeah. And... But at what time, like? But you gotta how, like you gotta like that game, though. Yeah. How I mean, it's it, just like in law enforcement. You gotta like the game. How how do we stop it from happening? I mean, it's not going to be stopped. It's going to be minimized. Do you ever get ahead of it, or is that the new warfare? Is this the new modern warfare? Like you, this is all it's going to end up being is just fucking cyber attack after cyber attack after cyber attack. Nobody's yeah. ever going to fucking go anywhere. You're just shutting down. Yeah. Like you just talked about. Oh, I'm just going to shut down. I'm going to shut down South Carolina's power grid today. Yeah. It fucking happens, and then we're like, oh, fucking fuck you. We're going to shut down. Where the fuck it is? I'm shut down your yeah. power grid. Yeah. Until you just get fed or up. Shut down it. all the GPS for some type of like shipping canal or, or I mean, yeah. n- name it, dude. I mean, what the fuck? And you can't tell me. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a, like I said, I'm not a computer guy. But I know there's some pretty crazy shit out there, especially that the U.S. has. We got to be able to find these fuckers. At least get remotely close. Yeah, I think that might be the only. Um, kinetic warfare that's going to take place is taking out. Yeah. Taking out the nerds. We'll probably end up being, <laughs> yeah. We'll probably end up doing drone strikes on of on some computer some lab. fucking nerds house. <laughs> yeah, the compu- some computer I lab mean, in we've Eastern already, Ukraine. And we've already got to the point now where. We're, 
stealing back or confiscating Bitcoin from criminals or they were able to get back some of the Bitcoin from those ransomware attacks. I mean, if we're doing shit like that. Yeah, I mean, that's big brain stuff. That's beyond. Yeah. That's beyond me. Yeah. Like, if that's what we got to get back and we know how to do it, like. Like, the fucking government can take over goddamn drones and shit mid flight from other people. Like, come on. Yeah. You can't tell me that we can't. I mean, I don't know. It might just be pure capacity, though. Because, I mean, electronically, it doesn't have to be, like, too sophisticated if you send the same problem 10,000 times. It's gonna mm-hmm. crash. It's gonna crash yeah. a server. And I mean, they can do that to, they can do that to anybody. They can do it to fucking Disneyland. Like, mm-hmm. well, that and I'll tell you something. Maybe, maybe we start to see a time where we start reverting back to more analog things. Yeah. To yeah, I mean, I mean, I can see that because I mean, people people are already doing that in their personal lives. I mean, they're beginning to um, detach where it's like, hey, after. This time, I don't use my cell phone. Or, I know for me, I don't, I, I do not like having a television in my bedroom. Um, I mean, I grew up with family members that, uh, you know, they had to have the TV on to go to sleep. No, man, I want, I want to be in a black hole when I go to sleep. I'm going to have the fan on, everything's going to be blacked out, like, I'll kick Apollo out, my dog, obviously everybody knows that already. I like I'll kick if he's fucking being dumb, it's like hey, you're done. Get out. Well fuck, I think, you know well shit, what they was it? You even have like uh, sleep timers and stuff on your iPhone, like bedtime app or Well, keeping it more to Well for a pipeline, for example, you can't tell me what 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 I didn't get was how one ransomware to whatever network server, whatever ran runs that stuff, that you didn't have physical analog, whatever you want to call it, overrides for shit like that. And maybe they did. I maybe mean, they and did. Some of it was, and, and, and maybe that. Maybe I'm just thinking too much into it. Because I think they did. I, I think they did because they had everything back online. They had it pretty fast, like within a couple of days. Yeah, like it wasn't. Everybody's like, oh, the, the pipeline was shut down for... Se-. Dude, it was less than seven days. I don't even think it yeah. was a weekend. But Where they were overriding that stuff, but I think we're kind of lo- we're also looking at a system that's so fucking big. Because, yeah. I mean, that kind of pipeline you're looking at, you're looking at, like, Houston and New Orleans all the way to New York. Yeah. So it's like, how many, how many pit stops, electronic or analog, are within that pipeline? Mm-hmm. And then it branches off and branches off across the you know the southeast and then moving into mid-atlantic well if you look to like kind of what i'm i'm trying to to kind of get at too is if we don't have backups in place people nowadays don't know how to revert back to other things Uh, like for example like for a crazy example you don't have a cat anymore in your car yeah how many people do you know that probably would be fucking lost in the sauce yeah didn't have a cat yeah Well, I mean, like, when I um, came to my new department now, I came from a department that was all radio traffic. Um, I I did not have a computer in my car at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I got here, they were, like, had to get a certain laptop or get something. Again, big brain IT stuff that, like, 
I don't know. All I know is I didn't have a laptop, and they were like, oh, well, he's good, because where he comes from, he didn't even fucking have one in the first place. Um, it only hindered me with, um, because dispatchers, some of them knew and didn't know that I had a computer or not, sometimes they would not give me as many details as I needed, um, you know, actually over the radio, and I'd have, you know, and I'd get a call in or whatever, if, you know, say you get a phone call for service, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, go ahead with it, and like, some people would give phone numbers over the air, some wouldn't, like, um, but I mean, that kind of thing exists everywhere, like, I mean, a big one in the Marine Corps was when they switched um, where you didn't have to qualify with iron sights anymore. And you were, I mean, same weapon systems, obviously. I mean, boot camp, it's M16, period. Um, and, and we went to qualifying with the RCOs, which is a Trichicon, a, a, it's an ACOG. We, we, just, yeah, we just have to call it fucking something different. Um, but then there's some people that don't know how to shoot iron sights just how there's some people i mean especially especially in the reserve world where it's like okay well the marine corps told me to shoot this way i've seen people that it's like okay they only know how to shoot you know you know with that chevron and the in the stadium lines and they do not know how to shoot a handgun yeah they can't put it together in their brain lining up sights on handgun and lining up sights on a long gun in, in the Marine yeah, Corps case I mean, on, a, on an ACOG there's a lot of shit like people can't read a map or or do don't it. even have like I still keep a map I have a South Carolina and Georgia map in my car and it's been in there forever I even bought uh, like the big you know the big boy atlases you oh, would yeah. see like at fucking like Staples or Office Max or whatever I bought one in 19 and I mean it's always in the back of my car yeah, and, I mean, people... I mean, I, and I've never... I mean, knock on wood. It, and I, I got it, like, begin... All right, now. Um, yeah, I knock, and the dog starts acting up. Dead asleep. Go to sleep, bud. Um, never had to use it. But, pff, bro, I could look up roads in Portland, Oregon. Not that I would ever go there. <laughs> um, but I could do it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a time, I think, that maybe... we either have Or even people don't even know how to, like... They don't even know which way they're looking. They, they don't know, they don't know how to one. orient... They don't know how to orient themselves. I've seen some people that can be fucking lost on a straight road. Yeah. Like... Right. I know that i got to take I-95 from goddamn Florida to fucking D.C., and somehow they're going to get fucking turned around. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, I think maybe we start to see some analog stuff come back. I don't know. Well, I mean, I know a lot of people are moving back to the old ways in their personal life. Um, so why wouldn't it translate to everything? I don't know. Technology always goes forward. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> we're going to see some really crazy cybersecurity shit. I don't I mean, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who freaking knows? Um, so this is definitely fully domestic, was uh, the president and his infinite wisdom um, talked about going door to door testing people for COVID and giving people the COVID shot Jacoby witnesses <laughs> so the one that man and I don't I don't really share a lot of um, I don't know if this post actually like went viral or whatever but I'm just going to say 
I don't share a lot of stuff that a lot of people reshare and reshare, and I see it a lot. I saw it on Facebook. I saw it with our within our inner circle. I saw it on Instagram, and it was the one. Uh, it, it was a Nazi joke. It was. Uh, it's like, oh, it was only going to be fourteen weeks to uh, flatten the curve. You know, a year later, it's like, you know, can I see your COVID papers? Mm-hmm. I did Nazi that coming. <laughs> yeah. So. People shared the shit out of that. I'm not saying, like, I know a lot of people shared it from me, but I saw it in multiple places even before I shared it. And I was like, and that was one thing when we were doing curfews and stuff across the country, including where I was working at the time, we were doing curfews at beginning of COVID. And I was like, this is, I'm not doing this. This is unconstitutional as fuck. Um, and there was some people who were like, oh, this is easy. It's an easy excuse. It's easy probable cause to pull somebody over. I'm like, no, no, it's not probable cause. Just because some city manager said something or some county council was like, oh, well, because of COVID and like high risk and blah, blah, blah. Anybody on the road after 11 p.m., fuck you. It's, so, did they say, I know they talked about coming door to door to convince you to get vaccinated. But did he actually? I so is it going to be? Is it going to be like the census? I mean, there's going to be. Is it going to like? Hey, they're going to go talk do about that. our fucking Lord and Savior COVID vaccine, dude. They're going to go do that out west somewhere, and there's going to be some. Look, when somebody, when somebody's some, going to be put in a freezer, when some little fucking nerdy ass motherfucker rolls up to a house and gets fucking shot in the gut with a twenty five auto, that's going to be when like. Why's it got to be like, a twenty five auto, Bobby? What kind of hooker gun bullshit is that? A Look, 25 auto? What is that going to fucking kill you? <laughs> you're going to be shitting in a bag for the rest of your life. What's going to be? Uh, oh my gosh, a 25 auto? I mean, it's, it's, it's not going to... At some point in time, it's not going to fucking end well. And then yeah. two, like how the fuck yeah, are you Yeah, because people don't know? like it when the government comes to your door telling you to fucking do something. Yeah. That's what I have to tell does. people all the time for, for certain, certain calls we get in law enforcement. They're like... Well, I want you to come over here and keep me safe, and you're gonna make them move out, and you're gonna do this and that that like has no fucking teeth behind it at all. And I'm like, but that's I was like, I though. already. So how do you I already how do you make this bad? Work? Like, I already. <laughs> how do you make this work? So how does somebody? Okay, let's say they're like a census employee, right? How is that person going to That know? one doesn't even bother me, by the way. I don't give a shit about census. Like, you don't know how many people live I've here? I've never actually met one. I've always just fill out the thing. I'm like, I, yes, yeah, I just this is the me. Fuck out. There's one like, person that lives here. Yeah. And then the last one, I just kind of... It already had, like, some information because, of course, it's all in... It's all federal, so <laughs> they have all your tax information mm-hmm. and stuff, too. So it's like, you know, are these still your kids? I, I don't know if they... I forgot exactly how they worded it, but, like... You, know, you sell they, your kids. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, which I would never fucking do, but just like, oh, like, are they living with you? Like, how many are in, you know, how many individuals are in the home, blah, blah, blah. And maybe, well, may, what I'm getting at is maybe I'm getting too much in the weeds of it. So let's say you have, you hire a fucking group of unemployed people or somebody who needs a job, just like kind of census workers, kind of the seasonal little job that you, you just make yeah. some extra money on, right? Yeah. Some fucking old retired guy who just want to go fucking count people in houses, whatever. So he's going to come up here. How the fuck are they going to know whether you're vaccinated or not? Or if you tell them, how is that not some form of a HIPAA violation? 
Yeah. Or like, how does there seems to me like Hippo's, Hippo's a been so ton of legal bullshit and HIPAA's always used wrong too. As a matter of fact, like, over, I, I can't talk about it because it's HIPAA. It's actually not. Whatever. Um, like, how does that work? How are these fuckers going to know if I'm telling them, no, nah, dude, I've already been vaccinated. They're just going to be like, yeah. all right, cool, I'll mark you down as vaccinated. Yeah, or or you can't get it verified without them seeing your little yeah. COVID card that some of these motherfuckers are getting tattooed on them. They might as well tattoo it on their fucking forehead. They fucking deserve everything <laughs> bad in the world that comes into them. I'm just saying. I'm going to get my COVID shot tattooed. Um, and then that's another thing, is why the fuck... And if you're tattooing something like that to identify yourself like that, like, didn't, I mean, for, for our religious folks out there, isn't that kind of the sign of the beast? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But you already asked me, I don't know, they're going to make it like a fucking driver's license or something. But I don't see that passing, obviously. Maybe like California or New York. There'll be some places. One of those fucking shitholes. There'll be some but, places. And where, where did, to me, it's almost like a fucking slippery slope. Where does it fucking stop? For sure. You want to come in my house and see yeah, what my pictures are I, hanging I on the wall? I don't or? like it. But, I mean, that door-to-door stuff, I mean, that, like, how can you, how out of touch do you have to be to even fucking say that? Well, do you not remember how they literally sat on the news, and I've seen it on the fucking news the very few times that I've been around a television with the news on where they literally had a segment talking about how they are going to persuade Trump supporters to get vaccinated like just because you fucking like Trump means you're not going to get fucking vaccinated or yeah I voted for this one dude that served one term yeah that this was literally a major news organization that is played on thousands of TVs, hundreds of thousands of TVs, probably more than that around the world, talking about, well, how are we going to get these Trump supporters to take the vaccine? Motherfucker. Trump was the one that started it in the first goddamn place. Yeah. Well, not like he started it. He was just happy to be the fucking president when yeah. the shit went down and they made a goddamn vaccine So like much of president. this stuff is, it's just like who happened to be... Yeah, like when Biden gets up there, oh, I'll fucking put in an order for... And y'all wouldn't have it if I was the president. No, you old bastard. (laughs) It was already being made before you were fucking elected. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, like we already would have had the same results even if it was like fucking Mickey Mouse. Like, calm down. Yeah. God forbid. Calm down. But, yeah, I mean, they think that there's a whole, like... They basically think you're a fucking idiot. If you don't get vaccinated. Yes. They literally talk about you in the news like yeah. you're a fucking dumbass. Yeah. Yeah, there was... Um, I don't even know if I told this story on here yet. I'm pretty sure I told you, though. So, I was uh, I was at work at a overtime event. There was people from all over the county... Um, and even some uh, some state employee entities were there or whatever. So they try to mix you up. It's like, oh, let's put some of the county dudes with the city boys and some of the city boys with some of the state guys. And I mean, we all kind of went to our corners towards the end of the day anyway. But uh, we're sitting around shooting the shit. 
and a a higher up from another agency that we were working with comes up and it's like, oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna change all the names. Like, oh Steve, have you gotten your fucking not? I mean, he was pretty proper, but he's like, oh, do you have your uh, do you have your COVID pin? He's like, oh yes, sir. Like I got my I got my second shot yesterday. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's good. Like, people like to see it, blah, blah, blah. And he gives them this little, it looks like a little fucking Boy Scout pin, like a little piece of flair. Like so, fucking, like he worked at Applebee's. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, where's your flair? Like, TGIF Friday. Like, so he so he gets it and puts it on or whatever. And, uh, and the gentleman looks at me and he's like, oh, oh, deputy, have you gotten your shots? And I'm like, nah. And this grown-ass man, this is a older man that has been a leader in law enforcement for a long time like takes a step back like like oh god he's not he's not vaccinated like i was like i was like no i'm good and then we just kind of like in the other the, the the other officer i was with he was like yeah let's go um and i was like i was like wow like Maybe he should be scared because he was an older, older guy. I don't know, but like, I, if you that fucking scared, why are you out in public? Yeah, like, are you just scared to live? Um, Go back home, but drink Metamucil and chill the fuck out. The survival rate is better than the regular than the regular seasonal flu. Well, and you're backing up like. Like, I had fucking AIDS in the 80s or something. Like, that's how... And he was like, oh. And I was like... I was like, really? Nobody gives a fuck. I was like, are you serious right now? Like, I'm... I am in the lowest... Both of us are in the lowest percentile of getting iced by damn near anything. I mean, and we're not even... I mean, we're no marathon runners. But, I mean... Yeah. We are like above like ninety nine percent of the fucking American population. Well, you know now they're pushing, and I know it's not saying that I don't believe it because that's stupid. I'm just being, I'm making a point. Like, oh no, now there's a weird fucking Eastern the Delta variant. Yeah, the Delta variant <laughs> formed in the 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 hot wet area of South Africa and it comes yeah. from the Congo and it's a mixture of Ebola and COVID. <laughs> like some kind of crazy shit. <laughs> Ebola and COVID had a baby. Now it's the yeah. Delta variant. Yeah. Your lungs bleed and you shut your eyes. Um, You're probably more likely to get that from the fucking vaccine that they made in a week. <laughs> yeah. But, so now they're using that as, oh, well, if you don't fucking get vaccinated now, you're going to catch the fucking Delta variant, and you're going to fucking grow a third fucking head out of your goddamn... No, I'm going to get a third head from that fucking vaccine. <laughs> but it it blows my fucking mind. Like, that's... I've been hearing about this goddamn fucking virus since the beginning of 2020, and these motherfuckers can't let it go. I had to listen. I'm still seeing... People in their cars by themselves with masks on. I had to listen to this old fucker on TV ruin the whole goddamn country's 
July 4th speech with COVID. We got our, we're getting our independence from COVID. I don't give two goddamn fucks on the 4th of July about COVID. I want to hear about fucking George Washington fucking giving some goddamn red coat a Stole Cold Stunner on Christmas Day. Not about fucking COVID. Listening to Kid Rock. Yeah. Yeah. But instead I had to, and I watched it. I don't know fucking why I watched it. Probably it was like a fucking train wreck. I didn't. And the more mad it made me, it just happened to be on TV. There's a lot of this stuff, there's a lot of this stuff that I don't even watch. And literally, like, we didn't talk about anything about being nothing about Independence Day. Nothing about earning our fucking independence or goddamn didn't talk about fucking any of the freedoms we have today because we fought off the fucking Japanese and the Germans. None of that shit. None of it. None of it. None of it at all. COVID though. Goddamn COVID. Like it walks around on two fucking legs with a fucking Mauser murdering, you know, my fellow fucking Americans. Nope. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about fucking COVID though. It's, it, it's embarrassing. I'm over it. I don't, I don't wear my mask. I haven't worn a mask in a long goddamn time. Anywhere. I mean, I still keep it on me out of, like, courtesy. I'm going to um, just go against the grain of everything. I'm going to start using the gas pump and eating sandwiches at the same time. <laughs> with my gas pump hand. Yeah. While you're talking on the phone. Yeah. yeah. Licking doorknobs. Like, <laughs> We're building immune systems yeah. here. Eat dirt. Yeah. <clears throat> Whatever, dude. If they start doing... Uh, Americans do not like door-to-door anything no we we don't like it in general when it starts getting politically spinned we really really don't like it uh just say no to door-to-door anything i don't want you to sell me fucking magazines nope i don't want me to i don't want you to sell me your fucking wish.com version of jesus you know what though i don't want none of it i might buy like if a door-to-door salesman came by selling encyclopedias fucking nerd. <laughs> Just an old school like make sure that motherfuckers are on the bottom of your bookshelf just get like Encyclopedia A and then that's a separate book and then B Well you know that's, OG, that's not just gonna happen that's OG Encyclopedia Motherfuckers don't use Encyclopedias anymore God. People are idiots. Can you imagine? It's all a lot I miss it I used, gonna, to use, I used to use encyclopedias for fu- in your fucking bibliography. Well, yeah, you should. But what's going to end up happening, too, or they're going to come in as like a fucking ploy and be like, oh, I don't know if you know, but I'm selling fucking, what are they called, goddamn shark? The no. shark vacuum? Yeah, the shark vacuum. Or are you talking about the knives, the Cutco knives? <laughs> any, any form of it. They're going to be like, oh, and be like, nah, I'm actually... It's a Cutco knife, and it I'm has, okay. and it's dipped in the vaccine, so... Or they're just going to be like, oh, well, since you don't want that, how about the fucking vaccine? I sell those too. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Vacuums and COVID shots? Or when they come in, they're like, oh, well, watch what our steam cleaner can do. And they clean the spot on your floor. And they like, gas and or they gas you with the vaccine. They're going to gas you and be like, well, we'll just give you the first shot. You can decide later if you want the second. I hate it. <clears throat> but honestly, if they come into our neighborhood, I don't know if they'll make it down to our house. If they start going one by... <laughs> they started the fucking guy at the end of the street's house. He's definitely not making it. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> Both of them, yeah. Left and right flank. We're good to yeah. get... Nobody's getting past those motherfuckers. I don't know. That guy out there might buy whatever he's selling. Because he buys fucking everything else and keeps it in the yard. So, Lord only knows. Oh, my gosh. I just got to come up with some fucked up way to answer the door. Yeah. 
Yeah, some fucking Home Alone shit. Yeah. I hope, I hope that there's so much of this for him to say oh gosh please man I will cover myself in peanut butter please butt neck and chase, peanut butter just chase after him yeah golly alright so the last one this was one of your one of your personal Facebook clown of the weeks it, well oh. I think multiple of these uh, I had think, a few I'm thinking of just one specifically but I'm just gonna and I've thought like this for a long time. I don't know where it came from. I don't know if there was a turning point. I don't know if there was anybody growing up. But um, I ignore, and here's a dirty word. A lot of people don't like this word. I ignore ignorant athletes. I yeah. chalk them up for what they are. Can they say whatever they want? Was, I mean, kind of the famous one was some somebody off Fox told LeBron James to shut up and dribble. Not Does really. he? He doesn't need to shut up. LeBron James can say whatever the fuck he wants. I say, I mean, depending on if I'm on or off the clock, I, I, I usually say, even when I'm on the clock, I just get more creative when I'm on the clock because I'll still say whatever the fuck I want. I'll just find a way you know some of that verbal judo and uh and lebron james just one example but some of these just athletes specifically because uh, like the famous pop culture people i've never given a fuck about but um of course growing up like both of us fucking played ball we paid attention to stuff you know uh, USC was very successful in football when we were there. We were very successful in baseball when we were there. And that's just examples of college. Um, but then now, like, you'll have an athlete say something um, about just current events or something politically, and they make a and, it's, and they make such a big fucking deal about it. <laughs> and honestly, like, I don't, I don't care. No, I don't care either because. This is the way I look at it. Half of the professional athletes these days get paid an astronomical amount of money. Astronomical amount of money. And I know that most of them are the are the same athletes or high caliber athletes that we dealt with in school where they were fucking catered to and babied like the whole time. Now I'm not talking about their their like at home life. You know where they came from. Start from the bottom. Now you're here. Like I get it, but like in the school setting, oh, in college you're baby, dude. You're they baby. make whole student athlete complexes. But um, you are literally paid fucking stupid amounts of money. Stupid amounts of money to play a game. To play a game, and then you can barely fucking read or write. Oh yeah, when well, I mean, when they interview some of these people, you're like, oh. You can barely fucking read or write. Not remotely educated on any of the fucking current events. No, because they just fucking and push, then they just push to you think through, that they just push you through in school because you were a popular and then athlete. You get on TV just because you are on TV because you play a fucking game with inflatable yeah. fucking ball. Yeah. That you think you know something. Yeah. But you fucking don't. You don't know. A goddamn thing 
other than do whatever the fuck it is you do to make your millions of fucking dollars. Now, well, then some, of them, some of them grow up shitty fucking lives and they have lived up until probably college. Yeah. Fucking a shit fucking life. Yeah. Maybe learn a thing or two out on the street. Yeah. But to an extent, like, where the fuck... You have zero experience in any other fucking field besides what you're doing. And just because you have a platform to say whatever fucking ignorant thing you're going to fucking say doesn't mean you should fucking say it. Yeah. Because you have that platform, you need to be... Be educated if you're going to say something. You need to be more careful. When I'm doing these, my phone or computer is up the entire time. I'm looking stuff up. I'm looking up words. I'm looking up uh, uh, news articles. I even do that on the job. I'm looking up statutes. Um, you know, I'm looking at my cheat sheets. Um, you know, studying current events. Using your resources so you don't sound like a dumb dumb. And just, you know, now we got, you know, people in the Olympics are like, oh, if I if I win, I'm gonna burn the American flag on the podium. You know, say somebody places in a qualifi- qualifying match or tournament or whatever, and they turn their back to the flag, like. So getting into why you brought this up, so I had, I spent like a good week on my, what did I call it, fucking clown of the week or whatever. The fuck yeah, it was. clown of the week. Yeah. Or episode two to look at this clown was my first one where I shared a post about not even the top podium winner, but the third place fucking Gwen Berry. Yeah. The runner, whatever the fuck she does. No, she's a hammer Or thrower. hammer, hammer throw. What the fuck? I don't give two shits really what she does. Um, All I know is she came in fucking third place. She was the second fucking loser. So get fucked. Um, And then you want to bitch... Everybody probably knows the story, so I'm not going to get fucking deep into it. Yeah. Um, basically, yet again, this continuance of, I don't like the national anthem, or I don't like the flag, bullshit. But yet, this country, that national anthem, that flag, is literally giving you a world fucking stage to show off your skills and to compete against other countries in this world and other athletes in the world but you're fucking oppressed or whatever the fuck it is that you think that America's not doing for you yeah but you're on the goddamn they they have given you the opportunity to be where you're at yeah so go fuck yourself yeah there's places in the world where you cannot do that I don't give a shit whatever point you're trying to make. It could be a good point. She may have a good point. I didn't listen to a fucking word she had to say because her actions right there spoke louder than fucking words. And I don't give a shit. Right. Um, and I think I have another one. It was an older one. Um, Where was her face? I can't ever remember her goddamn name. The U.S. soccer team female. Yeah. Um. She's a dumbass, too. It was kind of basically the same thing. It was like, you know, a picture of her kneeling or whatever. And it's just like, 
you play for the U.S. team. Yeah. The U.S. fucking team. Yeah. Like, get like, the fuck out of like here. You have the most opportunity ever here. Yeah. You probably wouldn't make it on another team anyway. So, fuck off. Uh, I don't know. Well, the... the <laughs> so that... U.S. female soccer team got beat. Oh, uh, what was it? Do you it? remember that? That was a couple of years ago. Yeah, like, didn't they get... They got beat by like some like a team of like 15-year-old boys. Yeah. So like so freshmen... You can definitely take your opinion. And yeah, show so you can be guys. a freshman. You can be on the JV soccer team. JV high school soccer team. Boys. And beat the Olympic women. Yeah. Fuck off. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Two places you can stay for free. And you're fucking laying out of my fucking business. It's too easy. That's straight from old Denim Devin himself. <laughs> flashback. Denim Devin. It's too easy. So we're actually going to save material for another episode. Um, because we're already. Let's see how deep are we? We're an hour and a half in. Good. That's exactly where I wanted. So we're gonna save some material for later in the week. This will be our Monday show. Usually these kind of news and rant episodes are usually Thursdays, but we got kind of flip flopped. I I skipped an episode because life. Um. And not all of us are always available. Sometimes I'm up here talking to myself, sounding like a crazy person, and Apollo's staring at me, and whatever. And but whatever, we'll deal with it. We got more content for later in the week. We need to uh, we need to get Kyle up here. He kind of owes us a visit mm-hmm. up to the up to the CTG Crow's Nest or whatever the fuck we're calling this. Um, so. Stuff to look at down the line. We're going to do a leadership series. The next, um, probably the next episode, we're going to hit on, I think this is such an interesting term, and it was used at the beginning of the year, and then it's been kind of popping back up, but how we are, um, and this is not my term, this is not an original term from Aaron or Bobby or Kyle, but how we are currently in a cold civil war here in the United States, which is interesting terminology, and some people get a little worked up when they hear the, when, you know, when somebody refers to something as a civil war. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna break down the shit out of that. Um, also, looking at maybe like a a, a female in service um, type series with people that are either married to first responders. Um, or law enforcement or actually in one of the, you know, people that are deputies and soldiers or whatever, and they happen to be chicas. Um, we're actually at 25% female audience. I don't know if, if you knew that number, but that's that, that's pretty good. For a podcast like this, like it's, it's um, usually not quite that high. It's more like high 80s male and the rest female and whatever else everybody wants to call themselves. But, um, <clears throat> so yeah, so our uh, male to female uh, percentage is 75 to 25 now, which I've been, I- I'm personally happy with because I don't see why it shouldn't be 
I like the diversity of that. Yeah. That's, that's solid. Yeah. Um, you know, and thanks to Bible and Bullets and some of the other females that have shared and liked our stuff and listened, and that's, I like it. Um, as always, guys, make sure to like, share, review, and subscribe um, to all of our material. That helps all the pages. If you like us on Facebook, gets those numbers up. Um, you like us and follow us on Instagram, gets that stuff up. You see any posts that you like and you share them, that gets it in front of eyeballs that you know maybe are not within um, you know our immediate circle within CTG and, and Valkyrie and some of the guys in the, in the fire service and people we work with in law enforcement. So just keep on trying to get those numbers bumped up. Um, give us any recommendations for material that you want us to um, explore or stuff that you like and don't like. I think we're kind of getting it dialed in. Um, it seems that y'all are always liking if, um, obviously when it's not just me, it's more successful when it's like me and Bobby or me and another guest. Um, and then when it's more, because I really enjoy these where I'm talking, where we're talking about, you know, five to ten different fucking things, but people are enjoying kind of one topic over a longer period of time. Um, the, I mean, the, like I said, the, uh, the two episodes we had exploring masculinity with one of those episodes being astronomically long, um, <laughs> Very long. and then the second was a little, that was a little shorter and kind of broken up a little better, but you know, we're learning and going. So if you like anything, don't like it, have recommendations, hit us up on Instagram um, that's the number one. You can hit us up on any other platform we have too. But and Facebook and Instagram are kind of linked. But if you send it directly on Instagram, me, Bobby, and Kyle are all. Yeah, that's probably the easiest that. way. I don't really, other than sharing stuff from Instagram and connecting to it to Facebook. Facebook yeah, I don't yeah. really get on the the Facebook too much. I mean, I try to stay off of Facebook as much as I can anyway. Yeah, um, too much negativity out there. Yeah, it's it's easier for me just to. Just look at pictures and scroll through Instagram than having to read some stupid shit that people put on Facebook. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think the algorithms have changed a little bit. I'm not seeing as much dumb stuff. It's also true. It's a little bit more dialed in. So maybe they... I don't know if this is them just toning it down after the election or if it's actually changing. Well, it's been better than fucking watching CNN that was in the chow hall every day for a fucking month. Ugh. You want to talk about slamming your dick in a car door just so you could not watch that shit? <laughs> oh, no. God. It was terrible. So, literally, I don't know why in fucking June of 2021, they're still talking about the goddamn January fucking insurrection shit on a goddamn marathon. Because they don't have. They don't yeah. have anything else to talk about. Yeah, they don't have and anything. And then if they talk about that, they don't have to talk about. Well, they have stuff to talk about. It would just be... Well, they don't have to talk about just, Southern and Stanley. It would just... Yeah, it would just throw a negative light on yeah. on their guys and their and their yeah. propaganda. So... Yeah, it's kind it's, of ridiculous. It's great to take a break from that bullshit. But anyway, if you like the rants, if you don't like the rants, if you want fucking topics, if you want Bobby more, if you want Kyle more, if you want Brewbear more, whatever, just let us know. We got stuff in the pipeline. It's just all about lining up who's off not off because anybody that we talk about we're all still working regular jobs oh yes so 
Always and, busy. And uh, I mean, like Bobby was gone for a month. I mean, this weekend was oddly, uh, oddly enough, like one of the busiest weekends I've ever had. And then this Sunday was wide open, really weird. But we live in weird, weird times. So, Bobby, you got anything else? No, I think that's it. I think you fit on everything. All right. Well, guys, look forward to uh, us getting into the cold civil war in the next episode, unless we come up with something Really cold. Really cold. So cold. Until next time, guys. See ya.